Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Four times a week for you. These are really high quality water bottles and they will ensure relaxation. Absolutely. You know what? All of our materials are very safe. They're organically made. It's... <laughs> Shoot. Oh, Not to work. It's hot because it, it keeps hot. it it keeps it very Shoot. warm. Shoot. But you know what? What I want Ouch. you to know is Ouch. that Ouch. all of the um, ingredients Ooh. here, all of the everything that's made uh, is made in Canada. It's hot. And it's Oh, is it it's hot. Yeah, it's burning a bit. Oh. Mm. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's just burning a little bit. Keep talking, keep talking. And so what we also want you to know is that it is BPA-free. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. Uh, always a good time releasing an episode. This is a very recent conversation I had with... Uh, Musician, comedian, editor, actor, Morgan Waters, really uh, just a very interesting, talented guy. He was playing bass for a long time, and he's been playing guitar in the band Weaves most recently uh, as well. You may have seen the four seasons of his show, The Amazing Gale Pile, which we get into talking about. Uh, it's been on CISO, Jash, <laughs> All of the web places you'd want to see it. It's had John Daly, Paul Shear as guests. Anessa, Frantow Anessa Frantowski is a great performer on it. She is so funny. Um, he works with this guy, Andy King, all the time. Andy's really talented. And Morgan is just a great guy. This is the only podcast. I think he hasn't done a lot of podcast interviews. And he's playing guitar and we're talking. And, and it's kind of an interview, kind of a monologue for me. It's just a chill episode, and I think you're going to really like it. Plus, we've got uh, some of my stand-up at the end and my usual Patreon beg. So uh, please send any comments or questions to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Here's Morgan. Do you want to talk about uh, your character, Gail Pyle, for a moment uh, from The Amazing Gail Pyle, nominated just recently for several awards at the Canadian Screen Awards? It's a uh, it's a series about a guy that works at the Home Shopping Channel mm -hmm. um, named Gail Pyle, who sort of grew up there and is uh, he sells women's clothing and all sorts of crap on live television. And I guess he's looking for something in his life to kind of get out of that funk. And then uh, an Australian shows up by the name of J.D. Castlemaine, and it's sort of Gail's descent into just you know trying to spice up his life but in all the wrong ways with a really dark other personality right and and how would you describe uh the arc of of gail's discoveries yeah he's uh he's just on a dark journey with all these other um you know really disturbed people in a tv studio and then i guess as the series progresses you know there's all sorts of business ventures with jd castlemaine they move to a kangaroo farm uh -huh. and they raise kangaroos because they are harvesting the pouch mucus right. for in their products. We've all harvested mucus. Yeah, you harvest pouch mucus and then symbolically I guess, and, and yeah and in a literal manner. Truly. truly. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you want to say literally, try saying truly. Truly. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, it's a fever dream. 
This is the, it is a fever dream. I've always felt that when I've seen it. And you had some, didn't you have John Daly on it or something? Or you had Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Uh-huh. Yeah, John Daly. Yeah. Um, we had, um, who else did we had? John Hamm. John Hamm was on the show? Yes. Wow. He, he voiced, uh, Gail moves into like a, a cool condo. Uh-huh. He, a digital condo. And right. it's like the voice of the condo is John That's Hamm. That's so cool. Yeah. Was... How'd you get a hold of all these characters? <laughs> these cats? You wanted to say cats. How'd you get a hold of all these cats? <laughs> I mean, these are your guys. And then you got them. Well, um, Paul uh, Shear helped. So Paul Shear so was an early on, adopter. Yeah, we kind of were working on a show with, him and Abominable, a production company in L.A. Right. Um, and he was down with Gail, and uh, so he sort of came on as a producer and just sent out some emails to people he knew. That's really cool, yeah. Yeah, those guys are so funny. John Daly is so funny. He's so interesting and yeah. odd. Rich Fulcher, we also have. Wow, Rich Fulcher. From uh, Mighty Boosh. Yes, yes, and, I, uh, I know who you speak. I've, I've watched a lot of shows lately that have had uh, Julian. In it yeah, yeah. From Mighty Boosh. I've watched Flowers and I watched. Uh, Do you see Sally Forever? I saw some of that. I've, I've been watching that slowly. Um, a very nice person who I watch television with all the time. Um, not a huge fan of. Isn't a huge fan of, of Sally Forever? Really? Well, you know, I mean, I think that the comedic sensibility that a lot of comedians have right now, which is just like harshness above all. Uh, ridiculousness sometimes um, can turn off some people, you know, and I think Sally Forever, I read an interview with Julia Davis after watching the most recent episode and she actually sounds like she's very thoughtful about, you know, where the characters are coming from, why they are doing what they're doing, so it's always kind of uh, cool to me when I see that they um, a creator has empathy for their characters you know, even in this like dark sort of world yeah. where everything is just like awful. Basically. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't finished uh, I've watched quite a few episodes now, but Flowers actually worked for us more. Have you watched that no, one? No, I haven't. Everybody I've That's known. Got Olivia Coleman in it? Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, Oscar nominee. Oscar for uh that favorite. Oh, she's so amazing Did in you that see movie. That? Yes. Oh my god. That's like the only 2019 film I've, I've seen practically and it's so good yeah. I've seen that and Three Identical Strangers and oh yeah that was amazing you know uh, Bomb I saw, City I saw Serenity what's that see Serenity it's this Matthew McConaughey movie uh-huh. that there's all these articles about it being just insane uh-huh like it's you know it's bad but it's reaching for uh-huh it's very to good. a home run yeah the devil's advocate style yeah it's but it's like it's sort of like The Matrix 2, halfway through it decides to be. Like, it's, it's worth minute. checking None in. of this is real. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, um, what was that true detective character? Like, Hand. What's <laughs> his name? Hand. His true de- I remember I watched one episode of True Detective, and I was like, I watched the first episode, and I said, I understand... <laughs> yeah <laughs> I approve that was the first season right in the first season I approve I understand right. I don't want to keep going yeah you know but I might watch everyone's talking about the new season oh yeah watching the new season I haven't seen any of that do you approach Gail Pyle like so you have done let me go back in the Morgan Waters uh, you're a very interesting uh, cat 
<laughs> and earlier today, you met my interesting cat. Oh, so yeah. it's perfect to see two interesting cats meet. You know, that's the dream. You really want to bring cats together. And... <laughs> so I feel like before you were on, you you had something called the Morgan Water Show yeah. on CBC. Yeah. And you had, after that, Cocked Guns, which was on IFC, I believe. Yes. yes. Right. And then you had the amazing uh, Gail Pyle. Was there anything in between those two? Not really. There were shows that I, you know, I hosted a prank show called Prank Science. Right. Which finally brought together the world of science with pranks. David Deneen Porter was on that? Yes, he was. He always played a scientist. Yeah, I I, I did. I remember auditioning for that. There was, you know you've gotten older when you stop auditioning for prank shows. (laughs) 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 With like... There's such a big difference between being approached by a young person on the street <laughs> and being approached by an That's older true. man on That's the street, true. you know. Uh, and before the Morgan Water Show, you were like a were you a teen actor? Am I crazy? No, I, what did you do? Did you do like some sort of street? I did sense? a show before. I no, I did a show called The X, which was CBC. Okay, so that was I got the Morgan Water Show after that. Once that show got uh-huh. canned, yeah, they had like a half an hour block where they I guess hedged their bets and put a bunch of like little mini shows uh-huh they kind of predicted the internet yeah I would definitely say that CBC predicted <laughs> CBC the children CBC children <laughs> predicted the internet for sure I would say that there's some interesting stuff for instance Street Sense which I talked about this is how cool Canada was in the 80s and 90s right. We had a show on CBC that was a consumer <laughs> advocacy yeah. show. Yeah. For children and teens. Right. And Andrew Bush, who was in Picnic Face and uh, is a director of uh, uh, now. Um, was he on that? Uh, yeah, he was one of the guys on on, uh, on Street Sense. Wow. So, um, you know, Canada has been a leftist hive <laughs> yeah. for years and years. <laughs> and I love it. Give me more. Yeah. Not less. Do you wish you lived in a more capitalist society where you had to pay for medicine? No, but maybe in terms of like pitching shows or trying to <laughs> succeed, it would be the rules would be clearer. I mean, I do think it's funny. First, there's so many funny things. So I, I'm listing off all these things you've you've done and all this stuff, and it's like there's so many interesting contradictions into this. So you've worked fairly consistently. You know, you also have all these bands that have toured fairly consistently or done big shows. Are you still doing the Dwayne Gretzky thing, or is that no, Torch has been that. passed? I'm, yeah, Torch has yeah. been passed. That's a big covers band that is yes. still going. Yeah. And, uh... No, it's been Weaves. Weaves mostly, yeah, solely. So we've done a lot of touring, and... Mm. So now we're... I saw you in, in L.A. Oh, yeah. At the Bootleg Theater. That's right. Yes. That With Mark Satterthwaite. That's right. Who, uh, Gary and his demons, he worked on that. Yes. That show's good. I haven't watched it yet, but I mean, everyone on it, I'm, Tim Gilbert did a voice. Yeah. Mark Little created it with, uh, I think, I don't know, was it with Mark that they created it? I guess so, yeah. So, and Mark Satterthwaite works on Cupcake and Dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Which I... Dino? Dino? Cupcake and Dino, isn't that what it's called? I thought it was Dino. Dino, okay, sure. I wrote an episode. Oh, really? <laughs> I wrote two. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't watch that. I don't know. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, what was I saying about your... Oh, yeah. So you've got all this stuff. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be given the 
key to the country. No. Or made the... But you would hope that it would give you kind of some sort of uh, cachet to sort of work, uh, pitch further. And is it difficult? Yes. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's what I that's what I mean by... Or to make more if, money in, with in your pitches. Is that what you're saying? No, just... Everyone kind of gets their turn in, in Canada a little bit. So. I haven't actually gotten my turn yet. So That's what's interesting. Turn. I don't think I will. No? I don't will think in a little so. way. In a, in a, I've gotten it in small ways. There, yeah, you'll get a gesture. Or I, had, I, I was the lead in a web series for two seasons. Oh, so yeah. So that pretty uh, much was... Moderation Town. Moderation Town, yes. So you had your turn. Fuck. You might have another turn. I hope so. Because people don't remember... I don't know. They when don't you had your turn as well. They don't, when I had it, or, or when anybody anyone. has it. Everyone's like the only thing people like are if you, I guess, reflect Canadians. Um, ref, you, you know, still standing with Johnny Harris. That's a popular show, and it's because he goes to a small city, right. and it's like. Okay, so if that entire city watches that episode, CBC's happy. Like, if they have eleven thousand yeah. viewers, they're probably happy. Yeah, I guess that's with Cavendish. If there's just that's hearing Mark, Mark and Mark talk about because the reviews on IMDb, it's all these people from Cavendish, PEI. Yeah, that are like, there's no beasts in Cavendish. Yeah. Cavendish is set in a town called Cavendish. So I guess people just want like a literal yeah. representation of even if it's. Town. Trailer Park Boys, which essentially right. makes is is like some sort of burn on Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, the right. uh, the city across from Halifax, yeah. you know. But it's lovingly done by guys who probably are from Dartmouth, right? Um, and uh, and Letterkenny is another show. My friend in the U.S. was like, I love Letterkenny, and Americans love um, Trailer Park Boys as well, you know. Yeah. And um, so even the distinctly Canadian stuff, sort of. Um, goes internationally which is almost frustrating if you're someone who doesn't like want to necessarily plaster the canadian identity in um right. in what's it called in a like non subconscious way right because i feel if you are canadian and you have a bunch of canadians and you craft an idea it's probably going to reflect your yeah environment naturally. you know but yeah. You know what I've noticed? What? On Twitter, the people who like are the most woke sounding, and also on Facebook and stuff. <laughs> Here we go. Is this, this is the controversial I said I was bit? going to say controversial stuff. They often have the tone of people who bullied me in elementary school. <laughs> what is that? Well, like, for instance, someone tweeted, that, you know, like, it'll be women being like, being like, if guys are so good, how come half of them can't get it up? Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like I don't know. They're nervous. They hate themselves. <laughs> Can you cut them some slack here? Or, uh, you know, the one I saw the other day was like, "Oh, I really love that show, Russian Doll," and I thought the writing was so good. And then when I looked, uh, it was all the it, you know, there were seven writers, and all of them were women. I was like, okay, yeah, it's great. An all-women writing room rules, but it's like, I don't know. You know, are you, are you shitting on... What you, like, I have zero self-esteem, basically. Right. Sort this of. isn't helping. And, it's, and you're not helping. And I know what you're going to say. I'm not here to help your self-esteem. But I'm just a person. I'm not an animal. The elephant man. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not the elephant That's woman. True. That's true. <laughs> Controversial? Somehow. <laughs> I guess it... Yeah, a little, a little controversial. Yeah, I mean, people yeah. would say, oh, that's the male fragility just playing out. Like, yeah, well, explore male fragility for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know, male, fr- male fragility should be what we are telling all males they have, and then they can investigate why, you right. know? The fragility is not the problem. The interpretation of the fragility is the issue. it's so crappy to talk about this sort of thing as like two Canadian guys and trust me I hear the worst shit Uh, by the way this is one of the funniest sort of pseudo interviews (laughs) you're like talking with your guitar saying a few things it's I feel like when I've got the guitar going the conversation and the guitar playing gets worse at the same time (laughs) because both things are pulling me but you know do you consider your your what it what are you are you more funny than a better guitar player or more guitar player than more of a better guitar player than you are funny? You're also a very good editor. I hate to say it. Yeah, more of an editor than any of those. <laughs> <laughs> and then funny last, I think. Interesting. I think of you as a pretty funny guy, but only when it's like heavily controlled by myself. Like, oh, where yeah. I edit it mm-hmm. have a sense of like the characters and right. the music and all that stuff that goes into mm-hmm. it but I just never you know I always sort of felt outside of comedy the comedy scene and, and comedians just because I felt like everyone was so funny like if you go to live shows everyone was so funny when they're just hanging out and I just kind of want to be quiet and hang back and watch I don't want to try to I don't know compete with that or even contribute to it because I just feel totally like it's a different skill set than what I'm into. Did you perform li- live as a comedian much? I feel like I there was a... twice or something. Did I make you do it at one point? Because I feel like there was a time when I was kind of... Like, I knew you. I don't even remember how we met at all. Maybe through Adam and Dave, the directors. Yeah. Something like that. We might have shot on one of their... Were we in a... I was never in a Adam and Dave thing. Uh, maybe. I mean, who knows? Was there a nude band? Were you in a nude band uh, with it? No, I wasn't in a nude in band. A, I mean, I was in a sort of nude... I was nude-ish yeah, yeah. You were nude-ish a lot nude when band. I was in a yeah. band. Okay. How come we never started the band together? <laughs> it's too late now, isn't it? Who are your guys? <laughs> who are my guys? Tell me your guys. Can they be girls, too? Yes. Yes. They can Absolutely. be also non-binary people. Yes. Any race. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you want me to edit out so far? None of this. Ah, very cool. Do people come... Do do people come at me? Do people want you to edit things out? (laughs) Yes. Oh, really? Or sometimes I choose to edit things out, but I'm not really feeling like that's going to happen tonight. For some reason, it just feels like smooth sailing. I've never... um... I've never been on a podcast, and I've never played guitar solo. Seriously? Before. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're being serious. I am serious. What? Are, what? Like, who are you guys? Which part? Which part do you not believe? <laughs> the podcast? Because everyone's been on a podcast. I thought that everyone's been on a podcast. No. You've never been on a Utopia to Me with Chris Locke. No. You've never been on a Duncan Trussell Family Hour. No. You've never been on. Uh, 
Landlord. How did this get made? Mm, no. <laughs> Never been on, uh, even though you know Paul Shear. Yeah. Tell me about Paul Shear. I've met Paul Shear. Nice guy. Nice guy. Smart guy. Married to uh, a hilarious woman. Yes. And she was also on. June Diane Raphael. She wow. She was also on Gale. God damn, you've had a good group of people on that. Yeah, we had it. It was nice. It's it's weird for a Canadian web series to be able to. It's so cool, dude. Yeah, it is cool. How do, how do you think that, um, again, this goes back into the frustration of Canada, which is just like, you would think that validation um, from America to some extent would get you any points in Canada, but it really is not quite that simple, I think. And they probably, the people in Canada don't know who Paul Shearer, you know, like, they they're don't, all, but they'd probably be like, can you host the, the Canadian Screen Awards? You know, like, they're, right. like, there, there is, they, you know, there, there is sometimes a celebration of, 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 you know, smallish American, right. <laughs> like not that famous Americans, you know? Yeah. They don't seem to notice, I guess. I don't know. How are I the, mean, how are the numbers? <laughs> I, you know, terrible. <laughs> oh, fuck. That'll do it. That'll do it. No, but I mean, you, it's not me. It's not Gale that's the problem. It's the what it's the Australian. It's the Australian. No, it's, it's <laughs> nobody what wants the to hear Australian. Is, you know, I mean, like, well, CISO went belly up. Yeah, and people weren't really watching it. I don't think some people were signing up for CISO, but you know. Some people were, like, forcibly signed up to CISO, right? Because, like, I bet you if you look at who signed up to CISO, it would be, like, literally just comedians in L.A. who thought right. that... Right, and people that had shows on. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they wanted to find out. Um, did you have CISO? No. You couldn't you have it in Canada. It, no. didn't even exist in Canada. Uh, CISO. And Super Deluxe is done. Jash is done. I think Jash might... Is maybe continuing on as no, a production Jazz, company. Jazz is a branding. It's really into branded content and, and production stuff. And, and um, Daniel Kellison, who is sort of mm-hmm. headed up Jazz. Head honcho. He, he's a producer on Norm Macdonald's. Norm Macdonald has a show. <laughs> yes. Um, Loved that show. So I don't know if that's sort of a Jazz show. I mean, Does I wonder how that works. We're kind of getting into the area I, w- I would edit it out where we're talking about how <laughs> where we're trying credit to, in to figure out Norm Macdonald who created <laughs> Norm Macdonald as a chef. Um, so who are you guys? What do you mean by that? Like, what do you think it means? That's what's more important. My Just guys, answer according to what your belief of that question means. Meant. I guess my guys would be like influences, maybe or something. Yes. Well, Steve Coogan. Nice. Um, Brilliant actor. Yes. Yes. But I didn't see uh, his more recent serious work. Oh, I haven't... What? He did the, that movie... Stan and All... What? The Laurel... What? Oh, yeah, he did the Stan and Ollie movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it either. I, I definitely would like to yeah. see it. And... Uh, I, he like produced a movie that was kind of serious and, and he starred in and then in a way 24 hour party people although it's so comical I think that's like one of my favorite performances I've yeah. seen him do I mean in a way that was what established him with me even though I enjoyed Alan Partridge very much um, seeing that I guess you'd call it range and also the trip of course is. Yeah. but what appealed to you first Steve Coogan 
Alan Partridge. Sorry, Alan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Partridge. Steve Coogan, yeah, the man. Alan Partridge, for yeah. sure. Just, yeah, I'm Alan Partridge, the series. Yeah, which was originally called I'm Dame Edna, but he didn't know. <laughs> I don't know what we would call it that. But Dame Edna kind of was like the original Alan Partridge. Yeah, maybe. I loved Dame Edna when Dame Edna was out. I never, I never really watched. Hello, possum. That's what. That's what. Was I'd it all say. stage based? In Dame Edna, I believe was it? it was a live stage show, yeah. but it was filmed, and it was like, um, it was there was something really, really fun about it, yeah. and it was funny and wry. It wasn't, it wasn't soft, you know. And and Barry Humphreys was so invested in the character, and it, yeah, it, yeah. it, it was kind of like Kids in the Hall, in, in that it felt like, um, very empathetic like drag that was emotionally right. fine yes. you know like in terms of representing women but i obviously am not a woman yeah right and now that i've said that thing about i'm not saying all woke people <laughs> i'm just saying there's this bullying tone on twitter that just feels well, counterproductive sometimes yeah. yesterday i was talking about can- cancel culture and i don't even totally know what that means it just feels like such a fruitless endeavor to try to get everybody to not into somebody or something you know you're just not going to win them that way you got to present an alternative the way that those hair metal bands right were rendered ludicrous right by our hero <laughs> kurt i was going to say kim thale but oh yeah, yeah. Garden, but also kurt also mike mccready of pearl jam zach de la rocha oh yeah all the heroes <laughs> Who are your guitar heroes? Well, I was a bass player first, so I really was into Primus. Like, <laughs> that kind of got me into... so less Jocko Claypool. Pistorius, perhaps? Well, I never went full jazz. Right. Uh, no Mingus. Actually, I sort of did get into... He's pretty Charles amazing, Mingus. right? Yeah. 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 Um, guitar players... I mean, I never... Weebs was the first band I played guitar in. You so were playing bass in Dwayne Gretzky? I was always Gretzky. playing bass in all the other bands. So it's sort of like my that. first time Very being able to like step out. Because bass, you're always support. And guitar, yeah. you're more... You get to just be personality. So, you so I guess like Dean Ween. Right, yeah. I was player. a huge Ween fan. Yeah. Just such a big Ween fan. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Did, I, so did you know so I good. once looked on that official Ween message board? And somebody said... There was a list of like funny comedians, and someone said I was one. Really? Oh, this was more in the old school Nick. Right. Do you miss old school Nick? What's the difference? What do you think the difference is? You just saw me do comedy two weeks ago. There's, I don't think there's as much of a difference as people might think. You weren't holding a book, were you? At the time, it like old school. Old I, school I, you I, were, but this one you no, weren't. not really. I mean, so I might have been maybe a, a bit different. Yeah, I don't have a book so much. More extemporaneous, as right. they say. And I guess you just probably have an iPhone that would tell you. Yes, new Nick has so an iPhone. <laughs> and you hold that. I No, I would never do no. that. I hate that. That was like an L.A. thing. You'd always see somebody looking at their iPhone to, with their new jokes. And it's like, could you be making less of an effort? <laughs> but what's the difference? They're just looking down at something. You're right. I'm wrong. But I guess it's... Awful. I guess live. Yeah, it's the time. It's like if I was ever. talking to someone who was, like, defending woke <laughs> Twitter, I'd be like, nah, you're right. Cancel everybody. When you go to a live show, that is, like, the one time when you're hopefully not looking at your phone shit. So, yeah, when you see someone on stage, you're like, come on. I think looking at a notebook is, is fun. Yeah, it is cool. 
I guess it's sort of like poety. There's I mean, a better word than poety. But... I think if you're a bit offhand about it, it's yeah. fine, you know. And you're as long as you're comfortable in it and you're presenting in a sort of showy way, even yeah. it's okay. I mean, did yeah. you find like when I was doing the notebook thing that it didn't feel like because I felt like that definitely felt like it was part of the bit when I was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed that's that was the alt part of the. Thing. I was alt. You're alt. Am I alt now? You're alt. Damn. But is every is everything less alt now? All the stuff that people said was alt became the definition of alt, and somehow the stuff like me remained in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, did you watch that Pete Holmes crashing episode where he like no. discovers the alternative scene? No. What? It's fucking wild. What is this? Do you know about the show Crashing on HBO? No. Well, do you know about the comedian Pete Holmes? Not really. Okay, do you know about uh, the... Uh... This is the part you maybe added out where no. I actually don't know anything no, about No, I'm into it. Okay. Do you know about the Nerdist? Uh, well, I know... Chris Hardwick. Yeah, yeah. Just from the shit. <laughs> you only know about it from <laughs> allegations. <laughs> That's what modern life is now. You just Modern kinda... life is allegations. <laughs> It used because to be rubbish. People are famous. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a bummer. That's like what gets your attention. It is More funny. More like people get famous for being canceled or for being dinks than, you know, for moving you with their content. Yeah, first they move you with their content, and then there's some interview where they go, I don't know if autism is real. And someone right. goes, I don't know if I can support them anymore. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well... How much did you pay for their thing but while you were supporting them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, please keep supporting me. Um, there is a Patreon related to this <laughs> podcast. This is all leading up to the Patreon. <laughs> oh my god. Dude. I think it's a bit late. I think I should. we have to call the, the podcast now. Oh my god. We could just keep going, but I mean... I think we're at a good length. Okay, great. But I, I feel like you could come back. I'll come back. That'd be nice. Wow. I'm just amazed that I say we so have little. to stop now. <laughs> that I bring such a low energy. I love your low energy. I find it makes me feel high energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it's always good to have someone more successful than me in my bedroom. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right, Thanks baby bird. Well, you have nice art on your walls, so yeah, I'm killing it. You're killing it. I got my whiteboard with my to-do list. I got my dermatologist prescription. Oh yeah. Angry Birds hat. Do you want to play like a little shredding now to to kind of get us out? <laughs> Underneath the moonlight, we sang the words that we knew, and everybody went to the goddamn zoo. All right. 
Thank you for coming, Morgan Waters. Thanks, Anything you want to plug? Not at all. <laughs> Check out Gail Pyle. Oh, yeah. Amazing Gail Pyle. Amazing Gail Pyle on CBC Comedy. CBC Comedy. You it's, can stream it on Gem. It's good, I promise. Yeah, it's really Maybe good. Maybe just get through the first episode or two where we were still figuring <laughs> out how to, what was going on. And then there's four seasons after that. Here's, so, like, what was that? Here's my suggestion. Watch it backwards. Yeah, watch it backwards. See you later, guys. There you go. That was my interview with uh, Morgan Waters. And I guess it was kind of more of a monologue plus chat with him. I just loved talking to him. It was great. He showed up. We had this chill time. He played awesome guitar. Be sure to check out his band Weaves. That's W-E-A-V-V-E-S. Um, they're awesome. Uh, great vocals from Jasmine. Just a great band all around. And, of course, watch The Amazing Gale Pile. It's all on YouTube, as far as I know. <laughs> and keep an eye out for anything he's done. Cocked guns. Um, prank science i get i guess and we were also talking about my old stuff so i thought it would be fun if i uh played a track of some of my old comedy for you so that you know what i mean when i say this is what i used to be like this is so this is from my first album it's called i'm here all week it was released on talent moat records by the wonderful anthony bedard and uh i'm really happy with the album so here is a track from it do you guys like light Slightly more lackluster response than jokes. <laughs> I've got good odds tonight. I think that life is uh, like a box of chocolates. Because everybody deserves one. <laughs> it is true. On the other hand, though, life is also like an abortion. Because it is necessary. Sometimes it involves getting kicked in the stomach. Teenagers abuse the privilege. And it's tinged with regret. What's up, party people? Thank you for listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I really appreciate it. Um, you could support the podcast in numerous ways. The best way is definitely sharing the podcast, telling your friends, telling people you like it, telling me you like it, reviewing it on iTunes, rating it on iTunes, subscribing to us there, subscribing to us anywhere, SoundCloud, Podbean, whatever, and uh, making sure you download it as well. Uh, you can also become a member of my Patreon if you want to offer up a monthly fee that will keep me giving you four episodes a week, interviews, life tips, meditations, all kinds of stuff. There's perks. Check into it. And uh, this is the only non-GMO podcast in the entire universe. Uh, Duncan Trussell has point zero 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 half of one GMO in his podcast. Joe Rogan is actually 30% GMOs. Um, lots of ones, you know, there's lots of GMOs in a lot of podcasts, but this has no GMOs. And uh, you can donate one time, two, at donorbox.com slash nick-flanagan-weekly. That's just a way you can throw me a buck or two whenever you want. And of course, you could buy my album at 
nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. I've got a tiny letter if you want to sign up to a newsletter at my website. That's fine. Podcast has social media. It's all fun. You'll enjoy supporting any of this if you like the goofiness that I provide. All right. Bye. Thank you. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick Flanagan Weekly. Four times a week for you.